Welcome to episode motherfucking two of the Couple of Critics podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. Welcome. Uh, if you didn't listen to the first episode, you should because it was a good one. And this is number two. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm, I'm good. I like that this is number two. Number I'm two. a really big fan of number two. Um, I'm She's talking about poop. Poop and farts and everything to do with butts, except for the sex part. I ever, if it's dirty and needs wiped, uh, I think then it's never right. swipe. That was a rhyme I just came up with. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, I need to reposition myself. So last week we did TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool. I chose the first album for Sam to listen to. Uh, you should definitely go back and listen to that. It was a good album episode ha <laughs> that was a freudian slip it was a good episode <laughs> <laughs> you mean it It was a good album i liked it it was my pick and it was this all right week, for me it wasn't miserable or anything this week sam chose an album yes and we are going to be reviewing that yes this album was very important to me my brother bob uh he got this album somehow i don't even know how he got it but he left it around, and often I would steal Bob's stuff and then make it mine. And this was like the first album that was like, oh, skulls and stuff. And for some reason, it just grabbed me. This is even before horror movies for me. I'm still just a regular kid listening to Seal, listening to No Doubt. Kissed by a rose. Yes, I was kissed by a rose. We and it made were. weird scars on my face. Well, I mean, <laughs> I still love you, even though you're disfigured and ugly. Just like Jason. A lot of Jason lately. Yes. We there are coming go. up on uh, Halloween here in about a month, so I guess you could say we're getting ready early. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you had said, since uh-huh. Bob had an effect on you, yeah. especially with this particular artist, yeah. if there was one thing that is fun about not being the oldest... Is well, I mean, you were a baby and you were babied, so it's different. I'm the yes. I'm the middle, so coming from the middle, you're, that means you're bitter and angry at everything. I mean, there are other reasons, but yeah, that's pretty descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> Nail on the head, subject for Michelle. Um, but no, siblings are older. Siblings are really great for handing down music. I think. I definitely have a lot of musical tastes that have developed because of my sister's tastes. Who is not that much older than you at all? No, we're pretty close in age, but I always looked up to her, and she always had kind of a heavier sense. Not as heavy as Sam, but she always liked heavier music, likes heavier music. She's not dead. How Um, old old is Beth compared to you? Like a year? About 20 months, so less than two years. Bob is eight years older than me. Yeah. So he was... It's harder to have... He was really ready to go. So, like, when I would see Bob and his friends, I would see him wearing, like, airwalks back in the day and wearing, like, Bob wearing a misfit shirt. And I used to think, like, oh, man, look at those guys. They're so cool. I don't get it, but they're so cool. And I bought airwalks, and I would walk around thinking I was cool. I've always been way fatter than my sister, so I definitely couldn't take any fashion advice from her. Sure you can. I remember that, no, because I'd be wearing, like, a God's Property t-shirt. <laughs> and she had this shirt that... She had it from a friend. Either a friend gave it to her or she was borrowing it. And it was, like, just, like, two straps. To, it was basically just a cloth in the front with, like, straps in the back. And it showed her belly and her entire back. And, and your dad loved that shirt, right? <clears throat> well, being the 
piece of shit that I always was, I would rat on Beth if she had it on, like, under <laughs> another shirt and be like, Dad, she has that shirt on and he'd make her change it. I rat it on her for everything. So, I mean, it's probably not great having younger siblings, just like it's not always great having older siblings. As I was a shitty sister sometimes. Yeah, we all were. I, I was the moral compass. I think I was too. I think when you're younger anyway, you kind of are the moral compass until suddenly you get, you flip, you know, and then, and then you're like, oh man, if someone was doing that to me, I would hate them. Like I remember grabbing things that Bob was not supposed to have. And as soon as I found it running to the front room into the kitchen, I'm just immediately handing it to my mom. I did the same type of stuff. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And now I think about it, I'm like, I would have beat the shit out of me. Did yeah, Tim do that to you? No, he would just mess up my shit and fuck my things up and break them and destroy them. Huh. Um, I would tell on myself for a chunk of my childhood. <laughs> so I was just a shitty kid all around. <laughs> I, I was you, cool to no one. Man, the Jesus trick worked on you. Fear. I am very driven by fear. <laughs> and by driven, that's why I do nothing. And I am basically turning into a hermit because oh. of fear. And that no, I you're doing sleep. this. We're going to get you out there. Okay. So, yeah, I guess one way to get me out there is to make me listen to a Misfit album. I'm gonna <laughs> misfits. Be- misfits. Misfits. Oh, I'm, in a, I'm throwing a Misfit. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I've never listened to an album by the Misfits before. Um, I've never gone out of my way to listen to the Misfits before. Uh, Would you say this is, in the world of heaviness, this is one of the heavier things you've listened to all the way through? Or would you consider, like, no. Alice in Chains almost heavier than this? I would consider things like Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. Heavier, technically? Yes. I would agree in a way, yeah. But this is, like... And I am a fan of But this of is heavy in, like, a horror-themed way. You know, like, mm-hmm. most of it's all about people dying. I can say I felt like I was listening to a soundtrack from a horror movie at multiple points. Yes. In this. Uh... Did you even? I don't think you've even named the album yet. No, it's Collection Two, which it's technically not an album. It was uh, released in 1995, November 14th. Um, it's <clears throat> the Misfits had a tradition of recording multiple versions of songs and uh, releasing, from what I can tell, the same songs over and over again on some stuff. So they had Collection 1, which is a great album too, which I also love. And this is Collection 2, which took songs from different albums and put it on. And there's even some songs that they recorded later and put on here, I think. Like Cough, I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass. I shouldn't I shouldn't uh, say things in the sand. Well, that's what the entire first episode of this podcast was. Because going back and listening to it, I said a lot of things that probably were incorrect. I'm not yeah. going to fact check myself. Whatever. You can, we're two people talking. We're not here to be factual. I mean, eventually, once this comes out, there will be a way to contact us eventually. Uh, so on social yes. media. So you can uh, you can just destroy us all you want with fine facts and things. And I'm, yeah, I'm fine That's about fine. it. Because this is all about how things made us feel. This yes. isn't necessi- necessarily a technical thing. We don't do research on everything about this album. Nope. And we just, uh, <laughs> uh, it's just what we like, what we kind of like, what we want to listen to. And how it makes us feel. And then if we find a little fact, which I found like maybe one, I'll bring it up. 
I'll be honest, I didn't read too much into it. I That's also fun. didn't listen to the album too many times. All the way really? through, I listened to it my bare minimum, which is three, three? times. Yeah. I listened to it three times. Um, but I say we should uh, get, get into on it. into this. All Collection right. two, The Misfits. <laughs> this is uh, so funny to read. Oh, you're that kind of girl and podcaster. I just, the burp girl. I thought that we were just doing what came naturally That's to us. True. I'm we, a disgusting human. We are farters and burpers. All right. I gotta make sure this fades in well. I'm Here Queen we Farter on episode Deuce. Queen Farter. This is a song Collection called Deuce. We are 138. I'm gonna be screaming a lot of lyrics this whole time and playing air guitar a lot. Oh yeah. Um, I personally love this song. I have 138 tattooed into my flesh, as you know. On your wrist. On my wrist, my right wrist. I just love it. It's so simple. There's three chords in the whole song. This was like one of the first songs I learned how to play on guitar. That was in this realm. And when you beat off, you remember that you are 138. I don't look at my wrist when I jerk it. But are you 138? I I have to do exactly 138 pumps to get the jizz out. That's a Tenacious D-type solo, the one-note solo. I like it. I think it's a very really? nice, high-powered intro. Really? I mean, I don't love it, yeah, but, but I like it. Yeah. I think it's a it's a good start to the album. It's a good way to crank it up and get it started. This is a song they think uh, fans think this is about a movie by George Lucas called uh, THX one one three eight, which would make sense with the number. And then Jerry Only, who's the bass player. So there's two dudes you should know the names of. Glenn Danzig, who you do know. Mother! Yes. The singer basically wrote all these songs. He was the Misfits, basically. And Jerry Only, he was the bass player. Uh, And Jerry Only? Jerry Only. He's had a different name, and from what I read, this could be totally wrong, but he used to sign Jerry whatever his last name was. And they messed it up, so then he tried to get people to write Jerry, only Jerry. And then people just started writing Jerry only. I don't know if that's true, but that's a story. But anyway, they said that it was about that movie and you know, kind of, and that there's robots being made out of people. Do you know and what time that like, this came out? Like, I mean, not came out, because it's a collection. The Misfits were active from 1977 to 1983. So it was recorded somewhere within that time. Yes. Were there actual albums? Yes. So you could... And a lot of demo kind of things with three songs on it. Singles, actually, at the time. Is well, what you're calling. <laughs> because, I mean, just since you had said the thing about a movie, uh, when I had looked up the lyrics to the songs on this album, there were a few times where I was actually directed to, to a, a movie. movie. Yeah. So I didn't know yeah. which one came first in some of these Oh, most instances. of them. But there's a few like Halloween that has nothing to do with the movie Halloween. It's just talking about Halloween. But Danzig came out and said about what they thought the song was about and Danzig said, 
They didn't write it, and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> so he gave a non-answer. <laughs> Danzig is such a it's dick from what I've heard. <laughs> uh, Big old yeah. meathead Danzig. Yeah, I love that guy in a, in a way. All right, song two. This is a song called Attitude. Guns N' Roses did a cover of this. I do not like Guns N' Roses. What do you think about this one, Michelle? I do like the line that you just sang along with. Inside your feeble brain, there's probably a whore. <laughs> um, but from my analytical brain that was up really late last night. Yes. Uh, thinking about this, and then I got up this morning and did it with very little sleep. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this sounds like a very angsty song without confirmation. Glenn Danzig needs a hug. I, I wrote that it's possibly the catchiest song about beating a woman ever. Yeah. Because it depends how you look at the lyrics. Some people read it as like, uh, you know, any motherfucker, you got an attitude, you're going to get beat down. But I hear the baby, and to me, that's that's talking to a lady. Yeah, but he has no confirmation. Inside your feeble brain, there's probably yeah, a whore. There's probably a whore. He doesn't even whore. know. He's just taking care of business and beating that bitch down attitude. before she has time to act out. He's keeping her in line from the get-go. All these songs go by so fast. Yes, they do. All right, the next song is called Cough Cool. By the way, Attitude is one of my least favorite songs of the Misfits. Yeah, I think regarding this song and every other song, Glenn Tantic's vocals are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, which I did look up the lyrics. I, I did cough en- cool? I enjoyed them. I didn't think that they were bad. Yeah. Um, but without them, I would have absolutely no idea what the song was about because it's just not clear. <laughs> Everything that comes out of his mouth is not clear. But uh, not a huge fan of the song, but... You're not? I, I like the lyrics. You're not a huge fan of this song? You hear that? That I think this, I might be wrong, but I think this is before they had a guitar player. They didn't have a guitar player at the time, so that's just Danzig playing a piano. I fucking love this song. I have no idea what it's about. I know all the lyrics, but I have no fucking clue what it's about. I don't remember anything. Oh, I just I knew s- that I enjoyed them when I read them. I scream the lyrics at work. Uh, all week I've been listening to it at work. I listened to it, like, I don't know, 20 times. And I've just been screaming the lyrics at Mel. Look, <laughs> Mel just yelling at him like, "The street we walk upon." <laughs> just like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh yeah, I love this goddamn song. It's not bad. I mean, compared to other songs, it's not. I like it because it's bad. not like a punk song. It's it's not like. Yeah, I just feel like it really. It kind of has this constant building sound, and it doesn't really build to anything. Oh, yeah. I've never thought about it that so way. So I think it's... Ooh, yeah, you're right. It, it, to me, it, it can't be a great song because... Never, like, goes and it never explodes? It never gets to where it feels like it's trying to go. Oh. It's like a... It's like... 
evil bossa nova. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that song. Oh yeah. I love. I'm seriously. I was yelling at Mel this week. <laughs> <laughs> he does a stare at me. I had to be like, okay, Michelle, you have to listen to this. <laughs> I have a feeling this was harder on you than TLC was on me. Well, you were at least familiar with some of the songs because yeah. you had heard them and had exposure to them. You had watched videos on TV. Uh-huh. Aside from you, <clears throat> excuse me, the only exposure that I've had to these are you singing them to me for the most part. Oh. Not, or singing them around. Me. Yeah, yelling at the house. So um, there are songs that I could kind of sing along to a little bit you because kinda of you. Recognized? Because there was, yeah, some familiarity, but it, I mean, it wasn't miserable, but we'll get to that. Gotcha. All right. Next song is called Last Caress. The Miss, er, Metallica did a cover of this. This is a. And so did Pearl Jam. <laughs> we'll Jeez. get to it. Are you serious? Or is no, that a joke? It's just okay. play it. All right. That part always made me feel weird as a kid. Well, I mean, it's definitely a conservative's nightmare, this song. <laughs> yeah. um, and, I mean, it's, it's, there's definitely a theme with Misfits. Is death. Death, yes. And sometimes death sex. Death sex, yes. And I would consider this death sex category. Um, death sex category. Yeah, didn't Pearl Jam, didn't they do a song called Last Caress? They uh, they redid a song from that that the 50s long, one? Yeah, wasn't it called? Is that called Last Caress? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a, I'm pretty sure this is a Pearl Jam song. It's a Pearl Jam cover? Yeah, I think they did. Uh, they cover you know, a Pearl like, Jam song? Oh, where, oh, where can my last caress? I'm pretty sure something like go. that happened. I'm gonna figure out how to fit it in. Here we go. Oh, where, oh, where can my baby be? <laughs> yeah. I, is it weird that I always had a problem, not with the baby death thing at all, but I was always weird about the the rape part. Rape part. I mean, it's preferable, I guess, that you have a problem if, with rape than yeah. death because it's Over. really easy to. I think it's easier to clearly uh, separate yourself from death. Like, if you were to make a joke, people are going to be like, yeah, but he's obviously joking. Yeah. But if you make a rape joke, it makes people so uncomfortable that they're just like, oh, I mean, it's so weird that he said that. Is it possible that he would? Because that's not as far as Why would he joke about killing? it if it's not on his mind yeah. all the time? I think rape just makes people uncomfortable in general. It should. It does. If it doesn't, then... Yeah, it does. You need to stop listening to this, and you need to start talking to someone else. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that seems to be one that like everybody liked. But it's low on my list of Misfits songs. Death Sex. Death Sex. Low for me. What do you think of it? I don't think you got an actual opinion. Um, I don't like the lyrics. Yeah. But it's a song that I've heard you sing, so it's a song that I was more familiar with. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, so it was familiar. All right. All right. Let's go on to the next song, Return of the Fly. Play. Play. 
love the bass in this song. It's got real thick. just says characters' names from a movie called Return of the Fly. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> a movie with Vincent Price. Yeah. Vincent Price! Vincent Price! What do you think of this song? Um, I think that, well, I think the movie was a great sequel to the Jeff Goldblum classic. Obviously. Um, I mean, time-wise, it all makes sense. Obviously. Vincent Price would definitely star in a movie. Obviously. After. Jeff Goldblum, but um, I think it's a good homage to that Jeff Goldblum. Do you like that groove? Trilogy that obviously came out. Do you think you could have liked? I think the bass sounds rough, honestly. Yeah, yeah. awesome. No, that was a note that I have for this, was that the bass sounds rough. And I... <laughs> but yeah, I... No, not really. The bass sound being recorded properly or something being slightly off-tune, jangly sounding, it just sounds like shit to me. Really? So it's hard for me to enjoy the song. Like, I feel like I would enjoy the song more if that were better, but I just can't not focus on the bass. I love the bass in that song. Huh. That's what I think we're going to find out that I love, like, Shit. Distortion and like. Things that sound bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds great to me. <laughs> it's that gritty thing that you like. Yes. That like against the grain. It makes me. I, I, you don't like things that are prettier. No. And I love. I love imagining them like in the studio with the roughest stuff. Just like, oh, yeah, it sounds as good as we can get it. Whatever. Let's just lay it down. We only have six hours, and we we got to record eight songs. Everyone. we got to get everyone down in six hours. Would you have that specific opinion if you weren't a musician? I do not know because most of my musical opinions are based on being a musician. Well, it sounds like that one is because you're imagining someone mm -hmm. specifically there with, I've got the, this yeah, shitty equipment, yeah. but I'm giving it all that I've got. Yeah. It but sounds I, like a musician. I loved this sound before I, you know, became, like, what I would consider a musician. I mean, I was playing guitar, but it wasn't like I was in a band or anything. I was No, just but it was still building within you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was entering your blood. But I think bands like this and that system. sound made me go, oh, that's what I want to do. All right. I love that song. That movie, I read about it. It came out in 59. It, which is so weird that it's the sequel to that Jeff Goldblum movie, like you said. But it makes sense at yeah. the same time. But uh, <laughs> there's a there's a guy that gets into a, the fly machine with a hamster accidentally or something, and he comes out with the, uh, <laughs> the hamster comes out with human hands and feet, which is why that line is in the song: "Human hands and feet." <laughs> You get it. It's a guinea pig. You get it, pig. That's why he keeps saying you guinea pig. Uh, love it. I need to watch these movies eventually, too. I would be interested in watching the movie. Yeah. But I've never I seen like the original Price. with uh, Jeff Goldblum. So You've never seen that movie? Not in its entirety. I've seen, I've like seen on TBS. a part where he transforms and it grossed me the fuck out because oh, yeah. I'm not that very movie. good with... Uh, is gross in general. I'm not very good with gross-out, gory stuff. Then you don't want to watch The Fly. Okay. I mean, you I should. I didn't like what I saw. You should watch The Fly, but you don't want to watch The Fly if you don't want to see the gross. All right. It's a gross movie. Things falling off of his face. All right. Moving Children on. in Heat.
I'm gonna go ahead and say from the get-go, very low quality. Yes. So low quality of the song. I'm gonna go ahead and say I love this goddamn song. This song sounds like it should be a theme to a horror movie. It's it's a toe tap and delight. Yeah, toe tap and delight. <laughs> I don't know. I just love it. I love Glenn Danzig's voice cracking. While they're running away. Oh, yeah. What do you think about this song? I Besides like it. it being a toe tapper. Really? Yeah, you're, you're moving. You're mm -hmm. grooving. It's got a groove. I enjoy it. I love these Misfits songs, too, because it's in my register of singing so easy. I'm going to jam all day on it. You can just scream off key or yell off key with your yeah. voice cracking yeah. and stuff and just ruining your throat. I can't do it as well as usual today because my throat's done, but... I can say it is fun to try and sing like Dan. Try to do a dancing voice. Mother, tell your children not to walk my Mother! I was going to run away. What do you think about the lyrics of this song? Could you tell what you're saying? Talking about. I looked everything up, children, but I don't have them in front of me. It just Pretty sounds. Sure it's about STDs, more it sounds like to me. That's why it sounds like a perfect theme song for a horror movie. Because horror movies are so often about teenagers fucking and smoking Don't weed and drinking clap. and then getting murdered. Even if you have a moral conscience and you don't get fucked because you're a nerdy teenage boy, I don't you're still going to get killed. Does he say anything about smoking? Smoking? Wasn't that in that documentary that you were watching last night wrapping up the, the thing with Tom Savini in it? Oh. About the, the Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all Friday 13th Still. stuff. And as I'm watching them, I don't believe it. Because there's certain girls that don't die, and they did smoke pot. Did they get fucked? I don't think so. But I assume they masturbated. But they're still... For example, the uh, Jason movie. I don't, I'm not good with this. I apologize. But the Jason movie that we watched, and there was that boy who was he had the curly hair and he was a little chubby and he couldn't get a date he kept trying to like scare the girl that he liked to oh, try and be funny Shelly his name was Shelly his he name had was Shelly he had the mask yeah yeah he never got his dick touched nope and he died he definitely died yes alright let's move on this is a song called Rat Fink my favorite song where they say letters and I'm gonna say right now my other favorite band, Guar, also has a song where they say letters. So, saying letters. I love saying letters. This song makes me want to mosh and stop dance and punch air. The song is a feel good nonsense. They're literally just talking about Rat Fink. You know who Rat Fink is, right? Guy with the hot rod thing. It's like a rat. It's 
like this. Yes. Yeah, that's rap friends. Yeah, I like the song too. It's just very simple. Feel good. Feel good punk. <laughs> just nonsense. Rocking. Not wasting time on a lot of lyrics. Just no. rap thinking it up. Just spelling. Could have chosen anything. <laughs> rap thinking. Yeah, yeah. He could have chosen a sandwich. He could have chosen Legos. L-E-G-O-L-M-A-N, yeah, L-E-G-O-M-A-N, yeah, Lego man, Lego man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, you can do with anything. Try it. Breadbox. B-R-E-A-D-B-O-X. B-R-E-A-D-B-O-X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of woes. And they get heavier later in the album, by far. A lot of woes. They're big into the old, like, uh, the group shouting, you know? Mm-hmm. That sound what I'm talking about where they get, like, ten guys in a booth. Uh-huh. Not too many oys, but a lot of woes. No. No, I wasn't ever really into oi bands. There is one song in particular. I means. I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure it's just, like, an expression and a feeling. A feeling? A feeling? It's a feeling, man. A feeling? Uh, it... There is one song that, like I said, I don't remember. I didn't mark it, but it is kind of heavy on the uh, whatever I just said. Later? Yeah, the oys. Oh. They say oi? There is a song. Oh, I it's probably, I think, one. is it Brain Eaters? I think it's Brain Eaters. All right. I remember, I got to tell you a story since you're saying oi right now. Uh-huh. I went to go see. Who were we seeing? I think we were seeing In Flames and Mudvayne. It was me and Kent. Okay. Kent and I. Kent and I. Kent and I. And uh, it's not like the show hasn't even started right, and all of a sudden this super wasted guy just barges up into the front, and we're already in the uh, the barrier in the front, right? And this guy, just, he's wasted. He just comes up, and he starts just yelling like, ah, 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 just yelling, yelling indescript words, and then... A security guy comes up, and he's like, hey, sir, you're going to need to calm down. You're going to need to calm down. And that guy looks straight in the <laughs> straight in the security guard's face, like maybe a foot away from him, and just starts going, oi, 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 oi. Oh, my God. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he motions to, like, two guys. You know, he kind of does the signal. Mm-hmm. And these two guys come over, and all three of them just grab him and start ripping him over the barrier. And this kid that was sitting next, standing next to me had to be like maybe 14, 15. Just goes, no, stop, it's my dad. <laughs> 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 so this fucking idiot that's screaming, oh, oh, right in the security guard's face. And you know his beer breath was hitting that guy you know he's probably trying to look cool in front of his kid too oh man i'm sure it's either yeah that and his kid is still what you know at the time when he was screaming oi 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 his kid was like oh fuck dad is on one god damn it he got us he got us kicked out of the last concert how old were you uh in high school somewhere so you were relatively the same age as this kid yeah probably was i don't know why i was thinking like i was older 
It was when Kent and I had a falling out. It was like the first time we hung out again. I was like, hey, you want to go see a Mudvayne concert for free? And my mom drove us, and she hung out in the lobby of the Murat, where we went for a comedy the other day. Jeselnik, not other day, a fucking couple months ago. We've been there. We've seen Weird Al there. Yeah. Weird Al. All right. Let's move on. Let's do Horror Hotel. And you want to take a break after that? Um. Kick off with Halloween. I don't know. I think break. we can go for a little bit longer before we. All right. We'll kick on. Take a break. Horror Hotel. You ready? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> song is so funny to me. It's always been funny to me. Have you caught that line? The vampire girlfriend. Oh yeah. This is the start of multiple vampire mentions in songs. I think Danzig had a real big crush on like uh, vampire women like Elvira and like uh, did I say Elvira already? Yes. <laughs> Elvira and Vampira. I thought I said it backwards. <laughs> but I think he had a huge crush on women like that. Yeah, I'm not, nor have I ever been into vampires, I think, out of all of the kind of old classic horror-type characters. Vampires are my least of the lores, my least favorite. I'm uh, going gonna, gonna to agree. I agree. They're always been weird to me. I like certain vampire movies and stuff, but they're, they're pussies. All they just have long nails and fucking stupid teeth, and <laughs> they're they're not like abusive and crazy and like violent and coming after you usually. Like have you, you just seen have thirty to days get, of night. No, I'm just talking. I'm thinking about generally more classic. Generally, the, yeah, yeah, like you a classic idea of vampires, and you know. Um, Gary Oldman in that one fucking goddamn movie. From Dracula? Sure. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's Dracula. It's, it's just Dracula. The, the original vampire story. Well, kind of. Yeah. So they're all just gentle. They seem like gentle pussymen who will be murdered by light. I have to defend Nosferatu, though. He is not a pussy. He's just a weird-looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I and don't he, know. He's just a monster. He was all weird, the time. but and you, if you in thirty days a night, they're crazy. When they I just th- run around and they're like, I, I just think of just ridiculous soft men. Yeah, that are smooth. Teeth. Have you seen that Eddie Murphy vampire movie, Vampire uh, in Brooklyn? No, I've not. I'm aware oh. of it. I've seen. Imagine dra- the smoothness of Dracula, front. but Eddie Murphy. See, I don't have that Eddie Murphy love like I, you do as much. I don't really have a love for it. I'm saying that as a joke. No. Like, imagine how cheesy it is. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eddie Murphy. I want to suck your blood. What's I that? assume that that's how the movie goes. Probably. What's that? Oh, so you've What's not seen it either. I have, but I think I remember watching it on TBS and I turned it off because it's really bad. Mm. I want to suck your blood. Yeah, there's no way it looks. I mean, it doesn't look good, so there's no way it's good, in my opinion. My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you just laugh like Dracula. Let's go on to the next song, Halloween. That was like a radio announcer. 
<laughs> but like a bad one. I love this song, but I love Halloween, Halloween. too. What do you think of this song? Halloween. I think that Danzig is insane. Is it ridiculous? Yeah. Um, you should hear Danzig live. He does much more of like a Molly Hatchet thing. You know that. I'm traveling down the road and I'm flirting with disaster. Yeah, you know that throat draggle trick? Mm -hmm. He does that much more live from what I've seen, especially later years. Not even in the Misfits, but like. As Danzig era. Is it kind of so he doesn't have to yell as much? I think so, so he doesn't crush his throat. He probably learned in the Misfits that you can't just scream like that all the time. But I feel like that wouldn't be great That's for why your my throat either. Fucked up. But I, I imagine that wouldn't be good no, for your either. No, it's not. Because you're just constricting it. And like. No, I'm pretty sure the guy from Molly Hatchet died of throat cancer. I made that up. I was going to say, <laughs> sing right or you die of cancer. <laughs> That's a lesson learned today, folks. Hello, I was always weird about the dead cats hanging on poles line, though. Yeah, I, I like, like kitties. I'm not a fan of that line. I'm not either, but I always like candy apples and raisin blades. I, I just like love that, that lore. Sound. I just love that lore. The candy apples <laughs> and razor blades lore. Well, that's a thing. Gotta check your candy. There's a. Th there are two countries now that they have found needles in strawberries. So. What? Two countries? Yeah. Yeah. Like a syringe needle, or like a like sewing a, needle. Like a needle. I don't. A needle. Huh. All right. So they found the needle in the strawberry stack. A stack of strawberries. Is one of the is what's the two countries? You don't know is how strawberries are sold, do you? <laughs> I'm offended. I sell strawberries as my main line of work, <laughs> and you're gonna insult my intelligence about selling strawberry stacks. I could be totally incorrect. It's like New Zealand and either Australia or Austria. Huh. Maybe Australia. Well, I don't eat strawberries. Like that. I do, but I'm not in those countries. I'm here in America. You're here in America. All right, on oh, to okay. Halloween deuce. We're all about poops Hi, in this Clarence. episode. Miss oh. Clarence just came into the room. Miss Clarence is our nearly 100-pound black lab who is a bundle of joy but might have to go outside, yeah. so... After this, we might need to take a break. Yeah, All right, so let's, let's get Halloween started too. on Halloween poop. Um, I this always has felt like a complete waste of time to me like a latin devil prayer yes and it sounds if you turn up the it's like a punk jim morrison yeah i can hear that i love the ambience of it but it just seems i don't know like a waste of time but then it kicks back into something familiar i was listening to this the first time when i was working and did not realize that it had split into two tracks. Oh, you thought it was one song? Mm -hmm. That makes sense, though. Because the Halloween part is in both songs. Yeah, and that 
that guitar line, that that's in Halloween. That's like one of the riffs in Halloween, too. I'm surprised that they put these tracks back to back because, I mean, I know that this is a collection album, so I'm sure I that it... I think it was that way on the album, too. Well, see, that's weird to me because typically you would put the first one earlier in the album and then have other things go on and then the second part later, right? Isn't that how some people typically... Usually. Do it, they kind of drag it out instead of having it right next to it. it, It's almost like a reprise. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the Misfits. No, that was... It's like they're doing it like a horror movie. They're like, ah, here's number one and here's number two. It's double feature. Well, the songs are so short. Do you think that they should have just made it one? No, because I think it would have hindered the first one. You like that it's two. I do like that it's two, but I could have done without Halloween 2 in general. Mm-hmm. Although I love the sounds in it, I always found myself checking out when I've listened to this album every time. You know. So would you like Halloween to be longer? Uh, Yeah, and then, you know what? Okay, I, I do agree with you. They sh- I was thinking when you said, should they combine the two? Like, literally just put one on top of the other, but they should take parts of Halloween 2 and put it in Halloween. You know, like the cool drums. I just meant instead of having a break between the two, just having it mellow out and then go. That's how I took it originally, and I would say no to that, but I think they should have. Like, Halloween is a minute 52. They could have made it 3.15 and just kind of. Repeated the same stuff over and over again. Kind of add, yeah, but added that creepy sound for a little bit, almost like a bridge. Brought it down for a bit. Yeah, you know, add some texture, which they're not really known to do. Yeah, they don't seem to get too experimental. No, it's pretty much and instrumental breaks. Yeah, it's very straightforward. Straightforward. All right. Well, that's Halloween too. It gears us up for the break. Yeah, well, uh, Miss Clarence. Let the dog out. Probably needs to go outside to pee, <laughs> so uh, we gotta I've, take care of business. All right, and. We'll be right back with a couple of critics. critics. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by This episode is also brought to you by... Odessum's Geriatric Jamboree, offering only the finest supplies and elderly comfort. Stop in for our specials on caves, bath steps, strange colored hair nets, and of course, nursing home condoms. That's right, we have the finest old foggy fornicating tubes that money can buy. No one anywhere has the assortment of geezer glob catchers that Jessup's Geriatric Jamboree provides. If you find a better deal on senior citizen semen socks, we'll match them, no questions asked. We'll accept what size you need, friend. That's right, Jessup's Geriatric Jamboree. One more time, Jessup's Geriatric Jamboree. This episode is also brought to you by... Attention, werewolves. Are your Mimsy flaps stinking to high heavens? Heck, 
I can smell your bearded clams through this here microphone. Don't let another love match be shipwrecked by the tragedy of your Limburger fur burger. Buy Lysol for your flapper to keep a man who is dapper. Oh, Halloween. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome. We took the dog out. All is good. ASMR, can you hear that? Stop it. It's disgusting to me. Yeah. I think it's disgusting. It doesn't Those videos me. don't do it for me. It's got to be real life situations for it to work for me. I think it's nasty. It's just yeah, it's all gross. saliva based. It's, it's like, like a <sighs> sticky sound. Who likes sticky? You're making it perverted. You see it? You're making it perverted. I'm asking if you like the stickiness because it sounds yeah. sticky. It's like a stickiness. No, I don't. It's <laughs> yeah, it's gross. I really. I just puked all over. I apologize for that segment. We will that never. That was called the make you puke segment. We'll never do it again. Yeah. Lesson learned. Except for now. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's carry on. Coming back in. Let's on carry on, collect... my wayward son. Coming back in on collection deuce. Collection. Deuce. Bye. We just listened to Halloween Deuce. And now we're moving on. By Spruce the Misfits. Misfits. Yes. Misfits. This song. Misfits. Is it called? The Misfits. Hate Breeders. song is like 60% woe. Yes, I'd say even more. He says murdelation there. Murdelation? Yeah, that's a made-up word, right? Murdelation? Never heard murdelation, right? No. Do you think that it was an accident and he just wrote it down because he liked how it sounded? Or do you think it was written first and he thought it was clever? I think he needed a word to rhyme, and he was like, I'm Glenn Danzig, Murdelation. Whoa! I guarantee he thought it was clever, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's Glenn Danzig. He's like, I'm Glenn Danzig. Everything that comes out of me is genius. I love those toms there. Look at my muscles. I work hot for this. Whoa! He wasn't super muscly in this band. Oh, really? I, I imagine Danzig now. No, I'll show you a picture of Danzig I later. Sh- I should have looked at the picture. Yeah, look them, save yeah, I'll look them up. I have type like 1977 Danzig. I advise you guys. Production quality went up. Notice? I would agree. I love those toms. No way, that's the Glenn Danzig. Let me see the picture. Maybe. Let me find one that will uh, reflect the plant ending I'm picking up. Massive doubt all over his face. We'll do Glenn Danzig 1983. Here you go. 
guy in the middle with the hair in his face. Yeah, that does not look like the same guy. He's starting to get muscles. Yeah, he was. That's 1983. He has one of those fucking awful, like, lacy see-through Shirt? shirts that are clearly <laughs> for a woman. Yeah. Androgyny. I'm telling you. Yeah. Except for the hair. It looks like someone's wearing tights. Probably. You got a problem with men wearing tights? Men in tights. Robin Hood men in tights? Men in tights. Men in tights. Mennonites. That's a religious Mennonites thing, right? Mennonites are men in tights. <laughs> Mennonite is the <gasps> men. <gasps> Why did you do that? Because I was clearing my throat. Stop looking at me. That was obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I think we should move on to brain eaters. I could take or leave hate readers, personally. Yeah. It's Too many okay. woes. Two woes. It's uh, not one of my favorites. I will agree. So, from hate breeders to brain eaters. This song could have been a single for them. It's very catchy. I don't know if it was or not. I don't know things like that. Did they have singles? Yeah, but I don't know what was released or not. I don't know. Were they played on, like, radio stations? Uh, I'm sure they were played on, like, college radio stations and punk stations, but not mainstream. Well, no. No. I mean, I'm, this was a time when there were so many radio stations that I'm sure there was. Some punk station that played Misfits. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that song? This song makes me want a beer. It's very catchy. Oh, really? It makes me also want to kind of uh, eat brains. No. Or guts. Move my hits. My hits. Move my hips and stomp around. Move yeah. my hips and stomp around. It's all, I, it's I'm like a little a brain mushy. I didn't get a lot of sleep, so I apologize yeah. for being pretty dull. And uh, you're welcome to other people who prefer a much more laid back and quiet Michelle. <laughs> uh, it's like a camp song of being a zombie. You're a zombie singing a camp song. Huh. Braids, braids for lunch. Mm-hmm. Braids for breakfast. Yeah, braids for it's a bunch brunch. of zombies just hanging out around a campfire. Just What do you what do you think Danzig says together. right Does here? Does Danzig drink or is he s- I have no idea clean? about his substance things i've never heard anything about him having any alcohol problems or any drug things have you ever seen him drinking does he talk about drinking or doing drugs i you know what for as much as i love the misfits i don't know a lot about them no that's fair really i'm more just into the music i didn't really go deep on them mm-hmm. one there's only they were only together six years which is not a long time especially in today's standards I mean, back then it was kind of long. When were like you in most into the Misfits? Uh, the most into it, probably <clears throat> originally 16, probably. And then again, really heavy, probably about 24. So did this kind of push you from punk more into metal? Into the metal? What, this album? The Misfits, the misfits in general? In no, general. the Misfits kind of introduced me to punk in general. Were you already like, into metal? No. 
Not really. No. Not Metallica or anything? Uh, yeah, I probably Main liked trend. Metallica and stuff like that, but I was not, like, I was not a heavy kid. I wasn't. I was like a heavy I, kid. <laughs> 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 I wasn't, like, like I am now, you know? I wasn't into that kind of stuff yet. I don't even really remember what I was listening to. I remember, I have a distinct memory of learning that No Doubt song for my mom. On guitar. Don't speak? Yeah, that guitar solo. My mother also liked that song. I remember playing that, and but at the same time, Bob listening to The Misfits. So I think it was like, I was just going from radio and whatever my mom was listening to. So it it was something that kind of opened you up to other things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's when I figured out, like, oh, I like skulls and stuff. Oh, whoa. I didn't know I was into this. And then it was like Metallica. And then I didn't really get deep. And ironically, the deep thing was Slipknot. That's what got me into heavier stuff. And then Pantera. And then just heavier and heavier and heavier. And then Cannibal Corpse and stuff like that eventually. That's fair. It's a road. It's a road that, <laughs> that you're I'm, eventually going to go down. I feel <laughs> like I am. It's a uh, bumpy road. I'm being thrown into the trunk. <laughs> and you're going to be gagged, <laughs> thrown into the trunk, yeah. and going down the road. It's going to oh. be a battle. <laughs> All right. What is next, Michele? Uh, Nike, a go go? Nike, a go go. All right. Nike, a no no. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this song. I'm just super offended because Nike. <laughs> Nike takes a stance, and I guess I have to as well because it's 2018 and everyone has to have an opinion on everything. No, you don't. Yeah. Song's not bad. I mean, I'm super offended. But that aside, it's not bad. Uh, growing up, it was never one of my favorites. It's still not one of my favorites, but listening to it this week and with my recent changes in liking other stuff. Your growth as a man. Stuck out to me this time. I think it's just got a nice, uplifting groove. And production value, again, is up by this part of this album. Well, I can say not listening to old punk in the past, I guess there was a little bit of a prejudice about um, there not really being a difference between songs that are more ballad-esque, I suppose. Songs that are more up and songs that are more down. Um, I, I didn't know how much of a difference there would be. And after listening to this album, I think that there is a pretty big difference. Uh, for these guys, yes. How something can still be high energy, but also... Laid back? Be laid back at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Good, because this is a good primer to understand heavier things. Because <laughs> that's exactly what it's going to be like. Oh, I understand. I understand how this works. <laughs> I think they got a better drummer for whatever album this was on, too. They had a drummer problem, I think. See, I keep forgetting that this is a collection and not just an album. Oh, yeah. No. I think it's... 
can't remember what albums it's consisted of. I should have written that down. But yeah, it might be three albums put together with, I think, one that wasn't released yet. And this is of their entire six-year career. I think Collection 1 and 2 don't have all the songs. I think they're just kind of handpicked by the band. Well, yeah. But I think uh, that's the idea. Because I'm pretty sure I remember finding other songs when I got the box set that I hadn't heard before, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, because they always include, like, rarities and things. Yeah, because I know, like, not every song from Earth AD is on here. So does this include rarities of any kind, or these are just, like, the basic, well-known one Um, and two greatest hits, basically? I don't know for you. I don't know that answer. I don't know for you. (laughs) I don't know what that sentence meant. I ain't got that answer for you. I don't know what that sentence even meant. Uh, I got oil for you, but I ain't got no answers for you. Okay, well, that song's coming up. I thought maybe we had skipped it, but there's a little story behind, like, the rarity song or a weird one that was released. Is your mouth okay? <laughs> it's dancing. <laughs> it's Ted dancing. Okay, I almost went back and played Last Caress accidentally. What is next? Ooh, Devil's Whorehouse. Devil's Whorehouse. I got a really funny story along with this song. We'll listen to it now, though. So I immediately kind of shrieked. Uh, I think the music to this is fucking gross. Oh my god, that sound that makes it sound like a, a dirty punk song in a video game. Hate it. <laughs> I bet that's something that you love about it, but the dirtiness and it, it sounds so cheesy to me. I don't think it sounds cheesy. I said, I said, I said, Foghorn Leghorn does a dirty punk song. Well, how about what? I said, I said, come alive in a house that screams, son. Oh, I'm here for Satan. I said, I said, I said. I liked this song growing up a lot more than I do now. Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of funny now. But the story behind this song that I told you I'd tell you. Okay. Uh, early high school. I'm pretty sure. Or late middle school. I can't remember. Beep. Or should I set his name? Probably not. You should okay. probably beep that out. Should I? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll call him Jack Monahan. Jack Monahan. All right. That's not his real name. Jack. <laughs> and he is definitely not a Jack Monahan. No, he's <laughs> not a Jack Monahan kind of guy. I can't. You know what's funny right now? Is I'm so excited to post that it beeps in. <laughs> I get to go back and post that it beeps in. Yeah, and then it's gonna make people so, wonder. So old Jack, old fat Jack. Oh, fat greasy headed Jack. Old fat greasy headed Jack. You know, like I would play music with him every once in a while, right? Nirvana. Well, he wanted to. We would jam on Slipknot a lot. Okay, that makes sense. Back in the day, uh-huh. which I'm gonna say right now, I like that first album. So. Well, people I'm listening to this, I just want to put out that I'm not a huge Slipknot guy. It's just one album. I just don't want people to get the wrong idea of what I'm into. Well, and I think that that's much more of who we are. We're not always uh, just completely dedicated to everything the artists oh, put out. God, no. We definitely go with yes. our own flow. I have several bands that I only like one album of. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And then I'm almost violently against the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know uh, that I have anything I'm violently <laughs> against, but I think that there's definitely a different mindset with, like, punkier and heavier yeah. type music that... You almost have to defend yourself, so then you... Have to, to be people, harsher. So then you're extra, like, on, on other yes. things. Which yeah. is going away with age. Just to be like, oh, I hate that, but you yeah. never really give it a chance, which exactly. is kind of the idea or, of this because I listen to the radio. Yeah, or going out, not even just, I hate this, but telling other people, like, what you like is stupid because you don't like what I like. That's a real We big. both had periods where we were yeah. like that. I, do you think a lot of people did? I hope not. My dad had a problem with that because I was like that also growing up. I actually probably had a good chunk of my life where I was yeah, me too. an asshole about yes. things. Me too. But I wanted to share because I thought I had good musical taste. <laughs> but I liked I thought that it was important that I had a lot of different kinds of genres within like C D mixes and things that I would make. Yeah. Um so anyway, Jack Mahonic what was his name? Jack McGonaghan, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jack. <clears throat> old Jackie. And uh, old Kenny G. I could say his name. He'll be on here eventually. Kent. We were supposed to jam, and I was like. Kent's been brought up twice now. He was brought up in the first of, he's episode. one of my best friends. He's been around for a long time. Uh, he'll be a guest. Oh, You'll yeah. get to know Kent. And he is an influence on things that I like a lot. Um, so anyway, I wanted to do a cover of Devil's Whorehouse really bad, and but those guys were not into the Misfits like I was. So I pretended that I wrote this song called Devil's Whorehouse. I wrote it out on a sheet of paper with all the chords, and I brought it to... Beep! I got to put another beep in. I brought it to Jack, and I was like, hey, man. Look at this song I wrote. You guys want to play it? They probably thought you were so fucking cool. No. They immediately were like, this song is stupid because the lyrics are, you know, to them that were not cool at all. Really? Yeah. And I, I remember, figured they would have been impressed. No. I don't know if they already knew that it was a Misfits song and I was just trying to pull one off on them. Are they Misfits fans, like now, at least? Mm. Uh, Old Jack, I have no clue. Probably yeah. not. Okay. Um. Kent, I don't think he ever listens to it. I could be wrong, but I think he has a respect for it. But he's never had a Misfits period that you know of? No. Not that I know of. Okay. Anyway. He doesn't seem very punky. No. No, he's He's more, more a Blossom. He's more of a metal guy than I am. He's less punky Brewster, more Blossom. Yes, more Blossom. Whereas I am more of a Webster. I don't think you followed the right guidelines for this. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think we should move on I to Mephisto <laughs> Is that what's next? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Why? Because I say what? I feel like I've heard really? you sing part of it or something. And let's I don't just think so. see. This song is just enough with the fucking woes. It's just too many woes. It's confusing. <laughs> they use woes a lot, and it gets even heavier oh, later woes. in their later years without Danzig. Yeah. 
I think they do it a little bit more to be like, oh, remember us? This was tickling my breaking point on woes. <laughs> you, um, had a, you had a woe bin and it was getting too full. I mean, don't we all have the woe bin? A woe cutoff point. Um, I can say that when I looked up the lyrics for Mephesto Waltz, um, there's a movie. This was a movie. With Alan Alda, and I'm sad that this isn't about Alan Alda. It's not. It's definitely not about that movie. I know. It's a bummer. Because if someone, I'm sure there there might be. It's 2018. We're nearing the end of 2018. But there should be a song about Alan Alda. I'll write you a song about Alan Alda, baby. Do you, what kind of song you want? A country song? Alan Alda, baby. <laughs> Alan Alda, baby. Alan Alda, baby. Oh, Bubba, Alan Alda. Ooh, Alan Alda. Alan Alda. He is my baby. He is my baby. Ooh, Alan Alda. Uh, Alan Alda. Show me your mash. Show me your mash. Show me that mash. That was fun. I'm pretending that people call balls mash. Show me your balls. Give me your sausage and your mash. Give me your sausage and your mash. <laughs> Give me that sausage and that mash. Sausage of the and Alan mash. Alda. Give me that ass. All right. Uh, this was never a favorite of mine, Mephisto Waltz. Too many woes. Um, I, yeah, got I love the riff. But this was one song <laughs> that was recorded three years after they broke up. Uh, so kind of a reunion th- of sorts? From what I read, I think this is the song I read that... Uh, Jerry only, and another dude that was in the band at the time didn't really like it, mm-hmm. and Danzig liked it because Danzig wrote it, of course. And then three years after, Danzig started doing other stuff like a band called Sam Hain, but they played a lot of Misfit songs, and it was kind of Misfitty. Misfitty. Yeah, and uh, Misfitty. Around that time, he recorded the song for it, or at least the vocals. They might have already had the music done, but he at least recorded the vocals for it and they recorded it. And I think they released it later on something. I don't know when it was released, but there you go. That was one of the little special songs that I was going to tell you about. Word. Yeah, yeah. We Bite is next. We Bite. (laughs) Moving on to another favorite subject of mine, as we've recently discussed. Vampires. Vampire. My vampire carnivores. Because they find it, they suck the blood. This song is funny to me. So, I do have a note about this song. Yeah. It gave me the feeling that someone is dying, getting fucked. And then their corpse is being used in a fight. Is that Jason who does that in a movie? What? Why does this song make you think someone's getting fucked? Someone's dying and then getting fucked. Why? Because they always, it's just the death sex. Why do you hear that in this song? I think that there, it had something to do with me reading the lyrics. I'll look it up. I'll let you yeah, know. Look it up because I don't remember, I don't really know the lyrics to this song very well. As we said in the, or as I said in the last podcast, I don't know lyrics very well. I've been listening to this album for a very long time, and I still do not know all the lyrics. I just kind of know the sounds and the the uh, rhythms, mm-hmm. and I'll just kind of make up my own words and be like, "Oh, blood and butter." Oh. Um. See, I don't know. It may. I would think it was just in my brain because maybe 
I'm not seeing just anything put you in here. That mindset. It just gave me. I think it's just about biting mindset. someone's throat to get their blood I'm out most to get of the time. You. We bite just a feast of gore and blood. We bite carnivores live for pleasure. Yeah, this song's funny to me just because of the line over and over, like, to get your blood. To get your blood out, rip your throat. I want to, I want to drink your blood. I want to rip your throat. I want to drink some blood. I want to drink. We some bite. Blood. We bite. We, we bite, bite. We bite. It's um, actually about a mosquito. Really? No. Okay. That's what I made up, though. So, it's not. I guess I've just. It's been the Jason movies that you've been watching lately yeah. as well that have been having an effect on me. Yeah. And documentaries and everything about it. You want to move on to Moving Queen, on to Wasp, Queen Wasp, which is uh, they, um, kind of a movie. Another vampire song. All right. Two vampires. No, it's not a vampire. Yeah, it is. Queen Wasp. Go, go, go. Vampire girl gonna strike to kill. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Dive in, warrior wasps. Queen wasp, go! A lot of people... I read that people think it's about a movie called Wasp Woman. Which, by the way, get on YouTube right now. You gotta see this. It's hilarious. Look up Wasp Woman. 1990. And then you gotta watch part of this trailer. It's hysterical. Should I play the trailer? You can if you want, yeah, yeah. Let me see if it's the right one. Alright, fade this out. Alright, before you play this, this is a remake of the original Wasp Woman. This movie is about a, a cosmetic model girl who uh, she's afraid of getting older and, you know, aging. So they use a wasp, some sort of wasp juice, and she uh, becomes a wasp woman. This is, gonna this be, is the trailer to it's this. It's going to be played through my cell phone, so I apologize for the It's a TV quality. movie. Do you want to use the aux cord? Sure. Yeah, let's do that instead. I mean, you can definitely look this up, I assume... Based on oh, what I'm being yeah. told, you should look this up on your own. What did you type? Wasp so woman, it. and I started putting in 19, and it gave me 1995. This is hilarious. All right, we're going to listen. Tell, tell me when you and play. I'm it. going to watch. Is it going? Cool. Here we go. Wasp woman. New Horizons. John Talbot's here for your 11 o'clock. Thank you, Mary. But she's getting older. Don't you think she's a little too old to be a model? I mean, did you see those hands? You need a new face for the star of the line. Maybe it is time to uh, face some facts. Then she discovers a doctor with a secret formula. <laughs> the queen wasp paralyzes oh, his victim. Oh. What is the queen wasp? Wasp hormones not only arrest aging, they reverse it. I'd like to get started today. That's too dangerous. I've never tested this on human beings. You're tested on me. The Wasp Woman. Oh my god. It's me. Let's see how I cheesy it is. Of me. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. The effects are amazing. 
It's a woman transforming into a wasp, but it's the worst 90s morph effects in the world. It's happened many times, though. <laughs> that queen wasp is ready to attack. Oh. Queen wasp, go! Queen wasp, woman, she's ready to attack! I watched that, like, four times when you were sleeping the other night, when I was doing the notes for this. All right. What'd you think of it? I thought that the watch movie looks really good. Yeah, that's right. All right, look that of course. up. Everyone look Queen that up. Queen Wasp. And you know what? We should uh, we should just put it up on the page, the Facebook page. We can just post it. Go to the Facebook page. Like us on the Facebook. All right. All right, what's My next? My main thing about the Queen Wasp, the actual song, since I don't think I said anything oh, yeah, about sorry. it, except that it was trailer. about vampires, and I don't know that we even listened to much of it, but um, to me, it sounds... It huh? We almost listened to it all. Really? Yeah. It's just very short. It's only a minute 32. Yeah, it just... This song, um, and maybe this is just me, because I'm sure that technically this is not the case, but to me, it sounded like this song has already happened like six times. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just like a combination mashup style of other songs that have happened. <laughs> like, it I doesn't sound too... Uh, it really just doesn't reach very far at all from it's, the brand. It's, it's getting more to that punk punk sound that kind of evolved after this, that straightforward... You know? Well, and I guess for me, especially um, coming from more of my background of what I'm into, I'm much more into things with soul yes uh, i like rhythm i like different things in songs um the whole straightforward short stuff is a lot less my style typically so it's it's easier for me to hear this as just kind of one big jumble of sounds <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean it like that because it sounds <laughs> shitty but like it's just very short yeah. it's it's just I like oh this is over too. already and there were different things that happened but at the same time it all just kind of like combined for me I get and it. this song just felt like a combination of everything i so. feel it's gonna happen a few times to you that's okay all right next song demonomania <laughs> I love this fucking song. I enjoy it because my mother is also a whore. Oh. Uh, was a whore. Oh, man. Um, she's alive, but she's not a whore oh, currently. Oh, man. Does that hurt you? I think it's a toe tapper. It's a toe tapper. I love this Lots song. Lots of whore, good time. This song's only 44 seconds long. Oh, it gets yeah. to the point, and this is a song that I'm definitely down with it getting to the point on because the message is running right through yeah, me. He's a demon. Toe Tapper. Yeah, I love that song. When uh, when we played the Misfits cover set, wow, how? Uh, that was one of my favorites to play, and I think that's the song we posted online to promote the show that time. Mm -hmm. So love that song. Mm -hmm. Love it. It's fast. It's just, it's heavy. Short. Oh, it's so good. Doesn't fuck around. No, it doesn't. All right. Let's move on. It it's short like 
just like that. We it's talk the longer build than the up song all is. the way through. All right, Hellhound, you ready? Y'all. Yeah. See, every time I say I'm not too big on a song, and then I, I hear a riff come in, I'm like, oh, wait, what am I talking about? That's how I felt the last time, because I feel like I was maybe down on things more when I actually loved the album. I, uh, just, yeah. I felt like I needed to analyze certain yeah, things like, more. Yeah, like you can't just be like, it's all great. Instead of just enjoying. It's all great. But I mean, it's not always all great. No. Oh, but I, uh, now I'm listen to it again. See, I, I think it's a good follow-up of ripping faces off after a wolf father and a whore mother. You're right. Yeah, love it. Yeah. I started off not with bad. Not, I was going to talk shit about it, but then I heard it again. That's from, I believe all those songs are from Earth AD. It's one of the albums Earth that came out. Earth AD, Earth AD, <laughs> would you be mine? My throat's fucked up. I can't sing well. And you made it worse on purpose. When? All the time? Everything I do in life? Do you want to fight right now? Kind of. Fight for the people. <laughs> Fight for the people. We gotta fight for the people. Fight for the crowd. All right, we have one more song. One more song. This is Blood Feast. This is a movie, too, by Herschel Gordon Lewis, the godfather of gore. Do you remember watching Blood Feast 2 with us? It's really ridiculous. I don't believe so. It's very, I'm sure very if you started stupid. it and I saw the beginning, it's I would remember. Very stupid. I have a bad memory. Anyway. It's really helpful in reviewing li- things. Let's listen to this song. Yeah, right. Just describing things that happened in the movie, I'm pretty sure. I've only seen Blood Feast like twice, so I can't really speak to what happens. Does this have anything to do with the movie? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I feel like he's just saying what happens in the movie, because I know in the movie, he rips the tongue out of a girl. Like, that that movie was what started over-the-top gore, pretty much, they say. That's one of them. And you could tell it's like, obviously, red paint and stuff. It's really cheap effects, but it's like the first one that didn't shy away from like, oh, they just pulled that girl's tongue out. Yeah. Or uh, super gore. There's a really funny one. I think it's in Blood Feast, where they just put like a bunch of jelly, and red stuff on a meat tenderizer, and they hit a girl's ass with it, <laughs> and she's like, ah, like she's oh getting God. beat with it. <laughs> That's for the boys. It's either it, it, she either. Does get hit in the ass, or I just made it an ass in my head over time. Makes sense. What do you think of this song? It's an enjoyable, gruesome toe tapper. Did you write that down? An enjoyable, gruesome toe tapper? Sure did. Can I steal that? <laughs> Have it. I personally love this song. 
It's got an amazing groove. It's got like this wind noise to it when he goes. Alright, here, listen to the wind. I don't know. This breathy noise. It might just be one of the guys saying whoa and he's got a breathy voice. Yeah, I don't hear wind, but I also don't have very good headphones. Need That's to true. invest in better headphones. Yeah. You need better cans. I need cans. You need cans, girl. Oh yeah, I love this song. Dun -dun -dun -dun. We only got a few seconds left. This is for the end. <laughs> yeah, and that, Michelle, was collection two. Yes, Sam, it was. <laughs> it is over with. So, what's next? We go to your uh, list of questions, I right? I do have some questions that I would like to go over. Um, nothing technical, but, you know, talking points. So, what was my judgment? Actually... No. What do you think my judgment was when you gave it to me? Oh, your initial. What, what did I you thought think your initial reaction was right? Yeah. How do you think I was gonna take it? Uh oh, shit. Really? I think you're excited just to do it again, like I was last week, or you're just excited to do it. Uh huh. But I think you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say oh fuck because I know that there are worse things. It's yes. just I. I mean, during the show, I was excited to talk about that album that I had brought to the table and then was just like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. I have to listen to stuff, too. Yeah. Which, I mean, of course, but. Yeah, it's like a lazy Susan. It just turns around for you. It's oh, just, yeah. It's just going to be interesting. Very interesting. But, I mean, I have a minimum that I have to view something. Um, or listen. Take mean? it in. Ingest. Yeah, I have to be prepared ingest it to review this media yeah. and um i wasn't miserable listening to this i thought that i i thought that i would be okay with it honestly like i knew it wasn't going to be i wasn't going to love it but i knew that it's i know it's going to get worse um <clears throat> i thought you would be okay with it too yeah it's not too abrasive or anything i mean glenn danzig's voice is not my cup of tea, but it's really fun to mock. Yeah. Mockery yeah. is a good time. You, so uh, You remember Johnny back it's, in the day? Yeah. And he, he always would, when we were working, he would always go, Sunfield on David Day. It would kill me all the time. Seinfeld on DVD. Yeah, saying that like Danzig is hysterical. So all credit to Johnny. And we already talked about, you know, I did the bare minimum of three times, and you said you listened to this quite a bit. You were really into it. Oh, I love this album. I yeah. get into, I get into, uh, I get into, uh, what do you call it, ruts with albums anyway mm -hmm. that I love, and I just listen to them over and over and over again. And it, it would wear another person out, but I'm obsessive with things, so I can just do that. So would you say that you would recommend this today? Are we already to there? To there? To there? <laughs> to there? Oh, it just seems natural to slide uh, into it. Would I recommend this today? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I love the Misfits. Yeah. I would recommend all old Misfits. I'm not keen on the new Misfits, but <clears throat> 77 to 83. And it helps that it's a collection, it. too. Yes. So it's not, um, unless you're a fan uh, of everything I, from that era more. 
for being the guy that I am now, though, I would prefer to get them by albums mm-hmm. and go album by album by album yeah. instead of a collection. This is just how I got into it, which is why I decided to choose this instead of an album because it's reflective of how I got into it. Mm-hmm. So while, yes, I would recommend this, I would prefer to recommend a an actual album like, oh, here's Earth AD yeah. or here's Walk Among Us or something like that. Walk Among Us. Well, one of the questions are, would I choose to listen to this again? And my answer is no. Of course not. Um, but I do have to say, one of these songs were added to a playlist. Really? <coughs> what playlist? Because there is one song, not my worst. There, I do have a playlist of songs that I think are the worst. Um, not that one. Uh, it was an enjoyable playlist. There is one song that I liked. A lot, which we do have so to this touch be, on some favorites and least favorites. So this would be your favorite. My favorite song is Ratfink. Really? Yeah. The spelling song. Ratfink. It's. I also think it's kind of a to the point, in your face, uh, doesn't fuck around sort of song. I liked Ratfink. What about you, Sam? What's your favorite song on the My album? My favorite song? It's so hard to do because I, I love most of it. And every time I would talk shit on it, mm-hmm. like I said, I would just be like, wait, I don't really, I don't know, I love this part. I still love it. I still love it. But the song that I think gets me going the most out of all the songs on this is Cough Cool. The piano song. I want to go back and see what, you I, hear what it my again? notes were about Cough Cool. I can uh, oh. play it for you really fast. That I enjoyed the lyrics, but I wasn't really much of a yeah, fan. Here you go. That I think Lynn this Danzig's is, vocals are ridiculous on this it. This is this song about sidewalks. Yeah, that's that's my favorite. So, what would you say is your least favorite song? Least favorite on the album, the one that I could. Is that easier to? Do without with. well, I want to say Halloween too, but I almost don't think it's fair because I almost don't count it as a song. Yeah. So Halloween two, I could take off. Well, my least favorite were both Halloween songs. Really? Yes, because to me it felt like it was one song. So, yeah, that chunk, that that tiny three minute chunk of time of two songs. Interesting. Were um, my least favorite, personally. Uh, I'm not going to choose that as my least favorite, though, just because I don't think it works. I think my least favorite on this album is probably either Queen Wasp or Nike. Nike or Go-Go. God, of course. Nike. Nike, because it's fucking offensive. Yeah. It should be the worst. What am I thinking? I'm offended by Nike. I'm kidding. And I care about shoes that people wear. And isn't Converse owned by Nike, right? I don't know this. Maybe. Then I'll then I'll not say it. Well, you already did. So. Well, no. I was going to tell You're just a, gonna I was going to tell a story, but if it hinges on the fact that if Converse is owned by Nike or not, and I don't know, so I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But, yeah. You know what other song I really fucking love on this album, too? <laughs> is Return of the Fly. Return of the Fly. Yeah, those would be my two favorites. Cough Cool and Return of the Fly. And you know why I think love Return of the Fly? Mm-hmm. Is uh, Vincent Price. I just love the mentioning Vincent Price when I was a kid. I'm a fan of that. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got Vincent Price in your history, too. Is there any more questions? No, because I did jump ahead because it felt like it flowed well, but you would recommend it. You still love it. I think that point has definitely been driven. Yes. It wasn't, it's not something that I'll listen to, but like I said, Rat Fink is right there in one of my playlists, so I'm I excited to hear... It. That's uh, wild. I'm excited to hear Rat Fink again. That's wild. Okay. It's grooving for me. So are we at the pivotal moment of the show where you tell me what I will be listening to for the next week? We are, and this is something that I... Hadn't decided before the show. Yes, we had to um, wait to come back from break. We didn't <laughs> wait that long. Our break was technically very short. <laughs> it was short. fine, and I already need another break. It's ridiculous. Well, th- well we're almost we're done. Almost so done. You'll be okay. You have to pee. We've yeah. been drinking a lot of water. You're I bouncing. Do. It's Bouncy, ridiculous. Sam. Yeah. On your little tiny butt. My little tiny butt. Little, ti- little tiny basketball butt. Because mm-hmm. um, it's orange. It's made out of basketball <laughs> So there is a band who, going back... Since we're talking about siblings, um, there's a band who my sister definitely had a huge influence on me with. That is Stone Temple Pilots. I was gonna. I thought it was gonna be them. I'm a big fan of. I'm fine with this. Of wow. Stone Temple Pilots up to Shangri La Da. I think that's the last one that I was into. How many more did they have after that? Um, I'm not really sure because I. Kay. I don't. They didn't. I don't think they put out an album with Chester. That was just a touring thing. Chester. Chester Bennington. Um. You got something to say? Chester Deddington. Chester Deddington. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't apologize. I'm not sorry. He's, he killed himself. Yeah, it's fine. So he's dead. I'll, I'll make fun of Odorous uh, being dead too once we get to Guar. So. I wouldn't make there. fun of like Aaliyah though, because that's not cool. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Purple by Stone. Purple. Purple. It's an album called Purple. What's it look like? Can I see the album? I will pull it up for you. Please do. When, Purple by Stone Temple Pilots. What time do you know when this came out? In well, we're going to have to get into all of these That's specifics true. on I the I just want to keep podcasting. Album. I just want to keep going. So, uh, Purple. Purple I by Stone Temple Pilots. It's their second album. Cool. Yeah. Second album Sweet. came out in 1994. We will get to that next week, Sam. Sweet. That was uh, episode number two, Michelle. Yes. That was fun. It was. That was fun. All right. All right. Join us for episode three. <laughs> <laughs>